Blog Talk Radio. You have reached the Prophetic Financier Show, where righteousness meets commerce, with your host, the Prophetic Financier, Al. Welcome, everyone. This is the Big Financier, Al Mills, and this is the Q Community Experience. And I have my co-host today, Moss Vet. Moss Vet, are you there? I am here. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good, good morning. Welcome to the call. I mean, it's going to be exciting today. You know, I'm really excited about sharing the, the Q Community Experience and how we are making a major impact in society, in our communities, and how this information is so well needed to help those seeking true freedom, more so mentally than expressing that out physically. So, so Mazvet, you know, you are one of the community members. You know, we're gonna just jump right in because this type of information should not be held back from the people. So, just share with our listeners exactly who you are. You know, I'll share with you a little bit about where the name Prophetic Financier came from, but being that you are my co-host today, and hopefully I'll have you on the show a multitude of times thereafter, just share us a little bit about who you are, how the information that you've been plugged into has helped cultivate your new perspective on your life. Sure. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for inviting me. It's uh, fabulous to be here and to have an opportunity to be able to share this experience with the world. Um, uh, MOSFET is a name that basically was given to me by my family. Um, I'm known as Delight. Uh, Svetilo in Russian means delight, uh, the sun, uh, the shining. Um, and uh, everywhere I go, I tend to want to help people see more than what they're seeing. Um, and it's been always a passion of mine to help people see the larger frame and to share my perspective of that larger frame with them. Uh, and this community has been uh, an amazing place to, to actually share with me a larger frame uh, and made me greater uh, in all aspects of my life, both from a personal and a business perspective. Um, uh, I'm a businessman from New York. I've spent uh, much of my time in my career in and out of uh, various uh, uh, verticals and industries, advertising, digital advertising, communications, banking. Um, I've been around, and uh, I really enjoy new business. Uh, as an entrepreneur, I've sort of started several businesses, traveled the world, uh, traveled between China and New York, started businesses and markets between China and New York, uh, and I spent a lot of time in the business world in various hats and suits, uh, applying the trade and working the plantation until I met the <laughs> Q community. And wow. that was the liberation. Uh, and that's what we're here to talk about. 
All right, great. Well, you know, thank you for sharing that. That's actually so you are sharing your light. It's interesting that you say that because truly from a metaphysical standpoint, we are the light of the world. And that's supposed to be what we do, bring illumination to others. I know in our community and society, that word illuminus, illuminati, they take on a negative connotation, but we're here to bring the naked truth. In reality, there's nothing wrong with being in the light. That light is to help others and spark, spark and nurture in others to be the best it can be. And that kind of is how I came to the name that was coined to me as well, that was given to me several years ago. Prior to that, I was in the financial industry, real estate, mortgage, investment banking, and it was said to me that I have a word of prophecy in the realm of financial financial intelligence. I was able to be able to take complex information and equations and able be able to dissect it very simplistically where the, the, the least sophisticated could understand what I was trying to convey. And so henceforth, the name prophetic financier is I'm that beacon of light guiding those from financial darkness into the marvel of creation, if you will. And so we kind of share a parallel in why our names were given to us. So I found that to be quite refreshing. And so, henceforth, the Q community came about. I tried on many platforms to provide this financial, at the time I used to use the word financial information, and now we've evolved into intelligence because in I, we tell everything. So that intelligence comes from within. And so the community was born. We were trying to find a methodology that could people realize, because believe it or not, Mosvet, and I'm sure you can feel free to comment, most people don't even realize that they are asleep at the wheel when it comes to financial matters. What do you think? I completely agree. I think uh, most of us don't know who we are, especially in this system. I think we wake up in the morning and we look at the mirror and we say our names and we introduce ourselves. But most of the time, we're fully unaware of who we are inside the system um, that governs us. Uh, More and more governments around the world are imposing controls upon personal freedoms, imposing controls upon business freedoms. And most of us don't understand how to navigate that. We put all of our eggs in the one basket because we were told to put it all in one basket. um, And we're playing the fool's game. Yeah, yeah. With this information that we both have, we come across all walks of life and we realize that when we begin to maybe just share a niblet, if you will, of the insight that we have, I know for me personally, I've always gotten either that deer in the headlights look or either pure rejection. What, what has been your, your, your feel or your intake there? Uh, you know, and yes, deer in the headlights, pure rejection, um, just uh, willful blindness. Uh, no one wants to be told where they are is, um, I won't say the wrong place, but where they are is not serving them. No one wants to be told that decisions that they've been made, uh, you know, are, are not going to serve them in the long run. Everyone wants to believe that we're right. 
Um, and, you know, there's an old saying that you could be right or you could be happy. Um, <laughs> to be yeah, right sure. in this to be right in this system is not to have the answer, but it is to know the questions to be asked. Uh, and then once you have an answer, to question that answer. Uh, because most of the time you're going to find in today's day and age that the information you're getting, you have to question where it's coming from. And I think the beautiful thing about what you're doing is, is not only you giving out the information, but you're showing people the foundation for that information, how it is embedded in their rights as a citizen in this country. Um, and that, to me, uh, makes all the difference uh, because we're not just giving people that information, but we're showing them why the information is valid. We're showing them how it relates to their life specifically. Um, and I think that's important because the minute you ground things in questions for people, then it allows them to start to put their critical thinking skills into play and to be able to start to think about where they are and where they want to be in a constructive manner. Yeah, well, it was funny that you say that. I found most people don't want to take accountability for their lives. It's easier to blame someone else for their failures than to just take total ownership to where they are in life today. I find that to be the case. Well, you know, it's just, I look, the, the topic of responsibility today, I think, is, <laughs> is an interesting one. I mean, we, we certainly live right now in a, in, in a, in a I will just say, I won't say it's a psyche, but it certainly is a headspace where um, responsibility certainly is being passed around like a hot potato. Um, you know, if we truly are who we are and we ascend to being the creator in the world we find ourselves in, and I think this is where the light comes in, is because only in the light do things really grow, uh, unless you're a mushroom, of course. But that's another topic. <laughs> sure, sure. But, sure. Yeah. But I, but I think well, that for the most part, I think people want – People want meaning, um, and because they want meaning, they can easily fool themselves and can easily be fooled. And I think yeah. taking responsibility means questioning that meaning and making sure that it's the right meaning for you. Yeah. It's funny that you say that. The operative question is, who do you listen to? And I've always been taught by my mentor of the past is that you should really only listen to someone who has what you desire to accomplish or has walked the path that you're entering and they have firsthand knowledge. You know, in the self-help industry, the seminar circuits, and even most bestsellers, and here's a little truth that we're going to share with you today, those in the Q community know is that most authors use ghostwriters to write their material. Um, you know, even with the mavericks like our interim president, Trump, and also Warren Buffett and gentlemen like that, the multitude of books that they've written, they actually didn't actually write themselves. They use a ghostwriter. And in most cases, they've even said they never even read the books they authored, that they alleged authored. So it's really important that you know who you're speaking to and who you're taking information from. And like Mosfet mentioned is that, and the Q community, we do a few things that are different than that's out there in the marketplace. And number one is that we truly teach you time-tested principles. 
And once we teach you those principles, we then show you how to apply them to your situation. Then we, we monitor you to see how you apply it because application is everything. Practicality, we're not in three. And then we, we correct areas in which you may have made mistakes and then we rinse and repeat. And so that's the way that we create the foundation of teaching. But as you mentioned, Masma, that, that it all starts with most people have always said that people don't have financial issues, they don't have family problems, they don't even have health issues, they have an identity problem. And until you become acquainted with oneself, which we call knowledge of self, it's going to be very difficult for you to truly accomplish much of anything because it doesn't matter what people call you, it's what you answer to most important. And so in the Q community, that's what we're doing. Now, let's talk a bit more about the Q community in, in, in reference to that. There's, most people don't realize in America, in the United States, 7 out of 10 Americans will retire below the poverty line. And that's, for, as of right now, as we speak today, that's $14,500 for a single individual. Most people will fall below those numbers. And this is why staggering amounts of seniors in their golden ages will be Walmart greeters. And again, we're not here to downplay Walmart or any of that nature. We're just speaking naked truth here. And that is, and sometimes it's painful, but the reality is they're having to work longer years just to stay, as you will, at, to maintain their current lifestyle. We're not even talking about accumulating wealth just to maintain, and, and that's very alarming. And so that's one of the, the movements or the, the purposes that we in the Q community itself, being a member, is that we want to get this message out. This is not a social club, listeners. This is a, a movement. It's a family of like-minded individuals that are truly wanting to take responsibility for themselves. And one of the things that I'd like to say is there are two major things that one has to consider when they're looking to do something different. And in this arena, they call it the teachability index. You have to ask yourself two primary questions. What are you willing to, what are you willing to do to learn the necessary information that's going to change your life, or as we would say, as the two is an acronym for quantum, what, what are you willing to do to learn how to tr flip the switch on in your mentalism that you can make quantum leap from being average and mandane to being exceptional and exponential in all areas of your life? That's the very first question. The second question you have to ask yourself is, what are you willing to give up? or change in order to have that quantum leap? And most people have, that's a very, very difficult question. And, and I'm sure, Mark, that you were posed with that question when you became part of the community, or even by, before you even knew the community, you had to have known that there was something out there that you knew you didn't know or you didn't get access to. Would you like to share a little bit about that? Sure. Um, 
Let me get to that in a roundabout way because I think it's important to understand uh, some of the shared history that we have in, in human experience, and that is my father. When we go back to retirement. My father worked two jobs his entire life. The guy would get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. He'd work midnight shifts. He worked, the, the man worked very, very hard. He retired, and at 70, he's knitting stuff. His girlfriend is knitting stuff. They have an Etsy store going. They're doing everything they can to try and make their ends meet, and this guy's got a 401K account. He's got all he, – he, he gave to Social Security his entire life. And I looked at him, and I said, you know what, Dad? You're 72 years old. If you live to 82, you're going to run out of all your money. I go, what are we going to do? He goes, well, wow. I'm just going to have to make sure I die before I'm 82. And I look at that, and I, what makes me so sad is the amount of life force, the amount of creativity that human beings are putting into this path that they've been told they're supposed to walk that's going to be their salvation. Put in your time, work hard, get your benefits, and you too can retire at 65, and uh, what? What's left at that point? It's like that's when life is supposed to start according to what you're being told. Where really for a lot of people, um, they've got to reinvent themselves uh, at a very late age. Uh, and I, I think it's very, very sad. And you're right. There's a lot of Walmart readers out there that are in their 70s. And for me, my father knew one thing. He, was, uh, he, he, came, he immigrated here in 1955 from Italy. And mm -hmm. he was taught, you get a job, you work hard, you put money away for savings, uh, you make sure that job's got benefits, and, uh, and you provide for your family. And this is what he passed on to us. And I spent a career working. I had a very strong work ethic. I left the wow. house when I was 17 years old. I joined the military, and I never looked back, and I worked. I worked, worked and worked and worked. I took every, every job I did, I did to my utmost. I pulled the all-nighters. I worked the weekends. I worked late. Uh, I traveled constantly for various companies doing their bidding. And I wow. woke up one day and I said, what do I have to show for it? I, you know, what, I, all right, I got some savings in a savings account. I got a little bit of money in a retirement account. But all of the things that I was supposed to be achieving along the way is ringing the bell. I realized, wait a minute. This isn't going to get me where I want. What, what do I really want? That was, a, that was a tough question for me to ask myself because I wasn't sure. sure. Because all, all I knew was you got to go out and get a job. you got to work. All I ever knew was work, and I thought what I wanted was work, and I got a lot of it. So once I asked that question, I realized, what do I want? I want more time. I, I want more time. I want more time to be with my friends, my family, and my loved ones. So – how do I get there? Because certainly toiling away behind a desk, traveling the world, it's fun, but it's a lot of hard work, a lot of long hours. So how do I get more time? And that was the first big aha for me was, is how do I get more time so I don't need to spend every day? And I ran around reading books. So I remember the four-hour work week, where well, that was a pretty popular book. I read that book. Oh, yeah. Uh, I read that book twice, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I read uh, T. Harvecker's book on a Millionaire Mind. I took Millionaire Mind courses. I, you know, I started looking for an answer to try and figure out how do I get more time, you know. Uh, and what I realized is my family never really taught me how to generate wealth. My family really never taught me how to make money. What they taught me was, was how to get a job. Um, and that was the second aha moment. It was I need to find someone who – I can basically learn from who's done this, who knows how to do these things. 
and I really did not find that until I met you, Al, until I met the Q community. And that was the awakening. That was the, the, the second coming of my journey, so to speak, for me to finally say, I found a way for me to get more time. I found a way that allows me to be me. And most importantly, I found a way that allows me to be creative because I am a creative person. And now I can express that creativity in a way that benefits me, my family, and my friends. Yeah, and, and, and I have to say that that word creator, I know a lot of people, one of the forces in our community that keeps us bound is they impose, impose certain ideals, if you will, in the religious community or in various civic organizations. They kind of mold and create barriers to what they say you are. Until I myself, like you said, I, I did everything that my parents said to do. Migrating, coming to a country where the Industrial Revolution and everyone was just like you said, work, 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 work. But I had to ask myself a question. I really want to end up like my parents. As much as I loved them and cared for them, you know the definition of insanity, right? But do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. That's a form of insanity. So I have to ask myself the question: If I continue to follow the plan that is laid out by my elders or by those before me, and I expect to live any different, I'm foolish. I'm insane. And I made a conscious decision at that time that I didn't want to do that. And you're right. I share the same sentiment. Time is our most precious asset. It's the only commodity that we should be gauging. We don't get more time. We can lose money, make money because we are money. We can create more currency, but we can't create or give ourselves more time. Everyone has a definite time to leave this physical realm. You know, some may fall with mortality tables of between 77 and 82, and there'll be those who live a lot longer, but for the most part, just using that as a gauge or a guideline, what are you doing with the 81 years of your life? And if you look at that, when put a microscope on that, the average person, you know, if you think about going to college, if that's the case, and they start working at 22, 23, and they work until they're 65, you're talking over 40-plus years of employment or I should say deployment into the, the system, to the plantation, if you will, and they only get to live and enjoy less than 15 years of their life. So they put out 40 years to enjoy 15. I don't know about you, Mark, but, but that sounds like it's upside down to me. I prefer to yeah. I'll prefer work smart for 15 years and enjoy my life the way I desire on my terms for 40 Right. I, you know, I think the minute you put the concept in your head that you uh, got to get a job and save money for retirement, then uh, you know, at that point you've bought the farm and you don't realize that uh, until it's too late. You know, there's my father at 72 and he's looking at himself and saying, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do, uh, you know, uh, given where I am. Uh, I, I think that I think the important thing about creativity is that we have the power to manifest. 
And as such, we have the power to manifest more time. And I think that's the thing. That's a concept when I say that to people, they look at me sort of cross-eyed and say, well, how can we create more time? You can't do that. And I say, yes, you can. And I can show you how that, how you can do that. Um, because uh, people don't get and understand that as co-creators in this universe, mm-hmm. you as a human being have the power to create. Uh, you are no different than nature. You have the power to grow. I like to say you're a plant in nature that can grow a fourth leaf if you choose to grow a fourth leaf. Um, ah, and you, like you, you, yeah, you have that power. And the minute you understand that, the minute you understand who you are inside the system, then you realize how you can exercise that power and truly create something for yourself. You know, one of the things that I find is that uh, our politicians, uh, businesses, marketing, they all love to talk to you about jobs, right? They come out and say, the economy's doing great. Jobs are up, Absolutely. right? There, there are more jobs out there than, than we can fulfill right now is the latest terms, right? So mm-hmm. employment's below 3%. But no one sits there and says, come to America. Let's teach you how to generate wealth. It's come to America. We'll give you a job. Now, of course, nations need productivity, Um but we also need to teach people what it means to generate wealth, not just what it means to work hard. And I think that's the other thing that becomes the aha moment inside the community is you understand what it really means to generate wealth. It's not just some term that's bantied around because we want to sell some sort of package to you. It's right. truly a way of thinking. It's truly a way of understanding your world and understanding the power and the creativity that you can bring to bear in this world to achieve those things for you. Now, achieving wealth is what gets you more time. Absolutely. And, and for, the, for the listeners to, to be, get clear on what we're saying here is the mantra in the nation in which we live in advocates getting rich. And there is a major and significant difference between being rich and being wealthy. And the, and the two are far apart. And, and that's one of the things that we dispel in the Q community is to identify the difference between what we would call transactional riches versus wealth components. And we will put a little nugget into our community and we'll share this with you, is that wealth is measured over time. So as MOSFET mentioned, we need to learn first of all, knowledge of self, and then you employ and, and create what we call your kingdom, play on words, is that you will begin to create more time by negatively extracting yourself out of any transaction or compensation. And, and that's the most fundamental thing one has to learn how to do, which is called leverage. And so in the Q community, we, we create that sense of mastery on how to do that. And so, yes, the key thing here, I would agree, is to create more time. Now, remember, I did ask about that teachability and that one of the other things that we have to take knowledge or acknowledgement of is that how do we absorb new information by others as opposed to only learning from one's own experiences? There are a lot of people who prefer to to go at it themselves instead of reading the roadmap of someone who's walked that path. 
that's one of your major obstacles that you have to get out of your own way and into your cup so that new information, new actions can take place in your life to reach where you'd like to go. I know from just being in the community and, and, and mentoring a multitude of people, I get that the fundamental pushback is that apart from being taught to be rich, we're also taught that if we want something to be done, it gets done if do it ourselves. What, what, do you, what do you, what's your take on that? Yeah, that's that's the old American work mantra, <laughs> the old American individualism. You know, uh, yeah, it's uh, no. Uh, you know, I used to, I was absolutely that way. You know, um, and and I got lost in that for a long time. Um, but no, the minute you remove yourself, and I think you you always put it famously, you got to get out of the CEO mentality into the chairman mentality. When you get into the chairman mentality, you realize that your effort and your creativity is better served. Um, you know, at, at a higher level than being stuck oh, yeah. in the minutiae and the details. Um, oh, yeah. There are many people out there that go out and get their MBAs because that's where they want to be. And they're, and they're very good MBAs out there doing great jobs for lots of companies. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're in this community, uh, whatever you learned as an MBA uh, is going to be secondary to who you are. Uh, and I think that's the amazing thing is, is that, Yes, we're not teaching you to be rich. We're teaching you to be wealthy. But more so, we're teaching you to be conscious human beings inside the system in which you're generating your wealth. And that is – that's worth more than I think you put a price on. Quite frankly, it's probably um, the, the single greatest nugget you've ever given me and I probably the single greatest nugget I'll have in my life because – from there, the foundational keystone has been placed and everything else springs forth from it. Right. Now, for those who are listening, this is for their benefit. You mentioned about the MBAs. We, we all have friends that have them. I possess one as well. I want you to share with the listeners without, you know, keeping the confidence of the individual. The individual. You've had conversations with the so-called MBA holders or those designations behind their names. What has been your experience when you engage in, in financial intelligence, commerce, or intercourse with them? How what has been your uh, your, your your foundation or, or your observation of them knowing the true means of wealth? I find that they are taught a system of thought. Um, and they apply that system of thought. It's kind of like if you are given a hammer, everything to you looks <laughs> like a nail. And they have constrained their creative mind and their critical thinking skills to that system of thought. And therefore, uh, everything that falls within it to them is right. Anything that falls outside of it becomes um, something that they need to eliminate. It becomes the other in the equation. And when you become the other in the equation, you, you get inequality in any system. And that's what we're beginning to see today. We have a lot of people running around acting as experts uh, with no conscious creativity behind the information that they're giving out. Yeah. Trust me, I, when I first began trying to create functional relationships with these professionals, it was a pull and tug because they they felt threatened by the information that 
I was trying to dispel or, or to, to impart into them. And, and, and it became a but overall, it, it eventually they gave in. So, uh, that, so that's the whole issue about the Q community. The whole mantra here is that we want to empower uh, a network of like-minded individuals who desire, they've made up that minds that they're willing to do whatever it takes to learn and shape and reform their minds so that they can begin and function as a co-creator with the universe. And again, we speak a lot in the queue of metaphysical, biblical principles. We're not forcing a structured religion to anyone, but a lot of foundational things are not commercialized with labels. But we'll say this, in knowledge of self, we acknowledge two things that we dwell in a duality. We dwell in a metaphysical or spiritual world, if you will, and we deal in a material, also known as a commercial or commerce realm, and that you have to learn how to master going in and out of these two realms. And to kind of give a little foundation to that, as Moffat mentioned earlier, we are natural. Even in the very com commercial system or financial system that we in, in ignorance, they still identified us as a natural person, a consumer, as a natural person. And so that is the premise or the preamble to our existence. We are natural. We are organic. And so we do have the power and the ability to create. And we couple that, that philosophy in all that we do to create wealth. And now we don't measure wealth just strictly by the amount of material gains, it's all areas of your life, your family life, your profession, your health, what you do in the recreational aspects of your life. So there's about seven different pillars that really constitute your household. See, every household has an economy, and that should be your primary focus, taking care of your personal family and household, yourself, your, your inner circle. Nothing else matters but that. I know, I know for myself, Moss, in reference to being a man, you feel good when you can provide for your family unlimitedly knowing that you have the capacity to provide them whatever their needs are first and even more so their wants. I'm sure you, you feel the same way in a man that there's no feeling that you can describe when your your household is well provided for. Absolutely, Al. You're right. That feels fantastic as a man. Um, but I tell you what makes me feel even better is the ability for me to pass on this knowledge to my loved ones so that I know they can do for themselves. Um, I provide and I do everything I can, but I make sure that I also provide the information. Everyone in my family knows what I do and how I do it, and I want them to understand the principles because we are given life force. We are born into this world with a certain amount of life force, and what you use that life force for becomes your stage. It becomes your life. So that's where the creativity comes in. And so what I impressed upon um, my family is I want to teach them how to utilize that life force so that they can get more time, so they can be prosperous, so they can go forth in the world knowing who they are and not have to live, you know, uh, 20, 
30 some odd years before they figure it out. Um, I think that's the thing that probably upsets me the most is I see so many people, so many people giving it away and not knowing that they're giving it away, not knowing that other people are prospering off of their life force, their intellectual yes. property, yes. because they're I not agree. aware. I agree. And you said the operative word, your loved ones, your family. Now, in the new community, we, we give you a clear definition, family. Family doesn't necessarily have to have your DNA or your genetic pool, share the same genetic pool. Our definition of family is someone who shares the same consciousness, right consciousness in how we live our lives. We can't, we can't choose our relatives. We had no say in that. But we do have a say in who we choose to be family. And so if, if any of you who are listening opt to want to become a part of our family, and you are embraced, we will see you as that inner circle and family is first. And so talk about the real problem. Here's the problem. Most people today are not able to outpace inflation and taxation. And you've heard that from all the other financial companies, but we're talking really hard facts here is that most people's Wealth, if you will, earnings is being dissipated. It's evaporating because they don't understand the power of negative amortization. I have no idea what that is. And again, we're not here advocating to be financial advisors, so this is a disclaimer, but we're here exercising our, our freedom of speech and we're sharing. The sharing is caring in our community, and we are sharing this information to our community from firsthand experience first-hand knowledge as a man, as a natural person, not any fiction or any other prescribed subchapter. But we, we're here to say that if you learn how to outpace that one of those major destroyers, you will see life differently. You will definitely see that. And I can tell you from the multitude of conversations that I've had and feedback that those in the community are definitely seeing the benefits. Now, in our community, let's talk more about our community. And as I said, he is a leader in the community. He's a part, he has a team 180, and he's one of the major leaders going out and growing the community, working with his team. There are other teams as well that are pushing forward, that are not on the call today, that are probably be on future calls. But, but nevertheless, we're striving collectively together. We've also created our own wisdom school called the Omniversity of Restoration. So within our community, we have our learning center. Just like the communities out there, you have Bronx Community College, Manhattan Community College, you have Yale. Every community should have its own wisdom center. And so our wisdom center is the Omniversity and where anyone within our community can, can learn specificity on certain subjects related to creating wealth, or more so, passive income. Because we use the word passive income because we talked about time. The time is the most precious commodity. We need you to spend the least amount of your time in terms of exchanging physical labor, but more so 
as my mentor used to say, use your mind and not your behind. So we're going to teach you how to use your mind. The average person, I believe, Mark said, is that what they use less than 10% of, them, of their mental capacity. We're looking to stretch that. We want you to begin to create new grooves, new neurotransmitters, where you'll be able to really go out and do amazing things, or as we would call it in the community, X, X factor types of things, which is nothing more than X potential. Um, would you like to comment on that, Mosfet? Because I know you, you shared a lot in our conversations on how you know it has up, made your mind shift even more so than it was before, and how it's a delight. You go to bed, at, you know, reciting affirmations and re, reminding yourself you are would you like to share with the with the listeners you know what are some of the daily rituals you go through to to, to sharpen your mentalism sure uh i read the u.s constitution every day i don't read the whole thing but i usually start with the preamble and i choose another section of it um that's the foundation of the system you're in i think it's extremely important to always be in touch with it mm-hmm. um I read uh, a lot of business news. I read a lot of social news. I keep up with what's going on in the markets. Um, I look at real estate listings every day. I look at the price of gold and silver every day. Uh, I look at what's going on in businesses, who's buying businesses, who's selling businesses. Um, I'm constantly plugged into the world in which I plan on creating in because all of it to me is my palette. All of it is a different brush. Uh, you know, a different paint, a different medium, all of it I can use in order to bring into my mind and form some creativity that I can put up on the canvas. So mm-hmm. to me, the the community has really sort of become my uh, my my Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, I'm able to come <laughs> to the community and say, hi, I'm addicted to debt, and uh, I, I'm, I'm here to, uh, to, to basically learn more. Uh, you know, I think there's so many aspects of what I have learned in my past that I need to unlearn and what the community has done for me is it constantly helps me reinforce the things that I am learning, reinforce who I am, see it from as many different perspectives and multitude of perspectives as possible so that I can continuously be renewing and regrowing and questioning um, that fosters the creativity and the community is an amazing source of not only resource and information, but an amazing source of energy. There's a lot of like-minded people putting life force into this community for the benefit of helping others get out of the enslavement that we all were born into. We are all born into the enslavement of the system that we're in. And until you know and understand who you are, you need the support. You need a community around you. No man is an island unto themselves. And I'm very grateful to be in a community of like-minded people that are interested at the end of the day. And I think this is the really most important part is very rarely do you come across people that are truly interested in seeing you become larger. And the one thing I know and understand about you, Al, and all I understand about this community is everyone sincerely wants your success and wants to see you become larger and wants to see you awaken. Um, That's where the real joy for us comes from. That's where the real why comes from is to help other people arrive where we are. Well, I share that sentiment with you, Mazda, because uh, 
at the end of the day, there's no lack. You know, I, I've come and subscribed to a ideology that there's enough for everyone. There is no scarcity in our universe. The creator and I as a co-creator have unlimited capacity to, to bring forth. And so I don't walk in that place of that scarcity where I feel I have to keep all the information to myself. You know, once again, when I leave this physical plane, the only thing that my life is going to be summarized by is the dash between those two dates. My enter, my date, my date when I enter this vortex and I'm going to escape it or, or leave it. And so my question is how to define that dash. And, I, and I've decided myself it wouldn't be the multitude of assets that I've amassed. It would be the amount of lives I've touched. And so I think for me that's my passion is to to further that legacy, to be able to leave that forever footprint in humanity, if you will, that you can have that continuum because that's what life is about. Life is a continuum. You know, the beginning and end point actually meet at some point in time, and that's what we call infinity. So everything, you know, is interconnected. And so that's my, that's my passion, you know, I want to be a part of this community. I want to be a major part of the inner circle and infrastructure of that and get this message out there to so many people. So for those of you out there who are listening today or who may hear this recorded after the show is live, there is a place that you can come and no call to you. Just come into the environment. Get to hear the type of exchange that goes on. And then, of course, there's a decision that one has to make if you wish to seek that. Because even for those of you who are uh, who are religious back would understand that when Queen Sheba went to Solomon, who was a, at that time, as legend has it, is that the wisest and wealthiest man on the planet at the time, she still brought a man who was wealthy, rich, and wise, caravans of gold. So the, one of the natural principles is that there must always be a, an offer and an acceptance and a give and a take. There must be a unit of exchange. You bring oxygen, you give back out carbon monoxide. So there's always to be that exchange. So if anyone in the Q community or considering to be part of the Q community, you need to have that mindset that you're not coming to the community to take. You're coming to be an active participant because success Wealth is not a spectator sport. It's not a spectator event. You have to be an active participant. We always advocate that you take massive action in no matter what it is that you do. It is better that you take action and do it wrong than to do it at all. And I would like to share, you know, a little bit for the listeners is that focus decides what you feel. And what you feel decides what you pursue. And if you don't decide your focus, someone else will. I know I control my focus. So I wanted you guys to understand that, how important it is, focus, which is really truly follow one course until successful. But you need to define yourself. So for those of you who are truly tired of being tired, of being tired of not being able to do the things that you desire to do for you personally, 
for your family, for your loved ones, household, in all areas of your life, not just monetarily. The Q community is a place for you. If you are vendors who really want to be a part of a true cause that's not a fad, and you have a talent or service that can benefit a group of people, the Q community is a place that you can grow and have what we call reciprocity in our living. This place is for you. And if you are religious or community leaders in other communities and you desire to come into a co-community type of experience, the Q community is a place for you. And so we're, our doors are open and endless to anyone who desires change. We, we do not tolerate lack. We do not tolerate selfishness. So if you're truly looking for change and you want to really know and find a sense of purpose and identify where you're going, you know, feel free to reach out to us or come to our broadcast every, every Wednesday at 11 a.m. And for those of you who want to call in and maybe ask a question, the number is 657-383-0942. That's number one. Again, the number is 657-383-0942. And if there are any other community members that are listening, we would love to invite you at this time to call in, give you a little shout-out to the community leaders, to myself, and share with the other listeners how the Q community has been very, very impactful to your life. And we're going to take a quick two-minute break, and then we'll come back and take those questions and kind of take the next segment and bring it home. So, Mastro, we're going to take a five-minute break, and or two-minute, excuse me, and we'll be right back. Oh 
Okay, welcome back. This is Financier along with Moss Vet. This is part two to our conversation of new community experience. Uh, Moss Vet, are you there? Yes, I am here. Awesome. So we're going to go ahead and uh, get this thing started, part two. Um, for those of you want to call in just real quickly, the, the number is 657 383 You can call in with your questions that you may have for either myself or myself. If not, we're going to go ahead and get started. Feel free to call in. We'll take your calls as they come back in. As we were mentioning before, Mazvet, we were just talking about for the community, who the community actually for and what the purpose of the community really is. And, and I know that it's something that I am truly excited about. You know, it's still, again, there is nothing perfect yet. We, we're still work in progress. We're taking feedback continually to better serve the community members. So we just want to advocate out there that we're not professing perfection. We're, we're striving for perfection, but we're still building, growing, adapting. There are so many unique opportunities, especially with the members that come. And everyone comes from various walks of life, ideologies, religions, and so forth. And just coming to that place of commonality sometimes requires change. And that's one of the things that we mentioned in the Teachable Index is that what is our willingness to change? And so it's important that we learn to do that, that take on characteristics, if you will, of water where you can take on different forms of solid, liquid, or gas in that, mass, in that, in that example. And again, we're in the community. I'm one of the master teachers, builders, also the mentor. And I just want to share with you that mentors decide changes. And there's really five ways for your future. And there's only two ways of wisdom to make mistakes and to identify mistakes. And, and so important that you get a mentor. Okay? In our, in our community, we say mentor helps you mint your ore. We're going to use a lot of that conversation in reference to mentalism because everything starts in the mind. You know, again, creation starts twice, first in your mind, then in the physical. And so these are things that you will learn in the Q community. And, and again, going back to on course and some world news, um, basically, we've been saying that the real estate market is, is was up right now, and for those of you who do invest in real estate, one of the things that we advocate is that never invest or participate in anything that's based on equity, because equity is an illusion. It's not real. And being that we are natural persons and we are, are organic, we want to get as close to our being and our business as possible, and, and, and that should be something that is real. And so we don't advocate taking participation in things that give you future equity. And I know, Mazbet, you, you and I have had a multiple conversations, especially in the business arena, where we work for equity. <laughs> but the reality is you need cash flow. You need flow every day. The, the light comes on every day. The toilet flushes every day. And you can't live on tomorrow. So I know... We were talking, and you said, myself, like myself, a lot of the time people want us to work for equity. And, you know, I just want to continue to experience, too, that I've shared with building businesses. 
Let me go ahead and share share with the with the listeners. Yeah, sure. I, you know, I I pretty much spent most of my career in the entrepreneurial world. I sort of fell into it, uh, and um, I fell into this idea of taking what they called starvation wages. Oh, I love that term. Uh, are you willing to? Are you? Yes. Are you willing to take a starvation wage uh, in exchange for equity? You know, we're going to blow up. We're going to be worth hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, so I'll give you 5% equity and we get to $100 million, you'll be a very rich man. Uh, and when I was young, I, I took that. I took it. You know, I was like, hey, you got to take chances. You got to take the flyer. I'm young. I don't mind. I can live on starvation wages. Um, but after you do it uh, multiple times and you don't get the payoff or you find yourself having not done a very good deal and on the outside of the payoff, um, I learned a lot. I, I mean, I have a lot of wounds that I've licked. Um, I've got a, a string of basically failures you know, behind me because I was focused on that equity. I was focused on the way that I was going to make my money and I was going to make my riches was I was going to sacrifice. I was going to put in the time. I was going to work hard. Um, I was going to work for a little bit of money because, you know, I was supposed to be appreciated that I was a team player and I was willing to do that um, and that I would reap the benefits. And in the end, I got left holding the bag. And what I didn't understand wow. was, is I was giving away my life force to make somebody else wealthy and rich. Uh, and I was not negotiating very well for myself. Uh, you know, and there's two things I really learned from that stick with me is one, you get what you negotiate. Uh, wow, I mean that I use that all the time now with everyone. I'm like, you get what you negotiate in everything, not just in business, in everything in your life, every area of of your life where there is responsibility, you need to negotiate that responsibility. Um, you will be healthier for it. You'll be wealthier for it. Oh yes, well I I live by that mantra. Yeah, you definitely get what you negotiate, uh, and you know, golden rule, you know, the life of a Financier is, you know, the old adage is he who speaks money first always lose, loses. So it's something that we I, I'll never call a figure out there, especially in negotiating a real estate transaction, or business deal. I always want to know what the what the actual person on the other side really wants or where he's thinking about, and I always let them come forth with a figure. So yeah, definitely that. But for those listening out there, if, if you want to know, here's a question I want ask you right now as you're listening to this broadcast, either live or recorded, ask yourself this one question. Do you know definitively, precisely what your money's performing, number one? Part part A to that would be, I mean, B to that would be, and how soon before it would double? If you do not know the answer to that question, I'll repeat it again. If you do not know with precision how long it will take for your money to double wherever it is. We're not concerned about the amount or whatever the case may be. We just want you to ask yourself this question. If you can't answer that, that you know how soon your money would double, you need to be a part of the Q community. If you need to know, if you don't know the answer, you need to be a part of the Q community. Another question I need you to ask yourself. If you are trading time for wages. Don't beat up on yourself. But if you want to learn how to negatively extract yourself out of that equation, you need to be a part of the Q community. If you want to spend more time doing the things that you desire to do with those you desire to do it with, 
you need to be a part of the Q community. These are some of the basic fundamental benefits that one will receive being a part of the community. And if you will learn how to create passive income and be a master at it and it becomes your profession and you want to become and be what we would label pimp, a passive income mastery professional, then you need to first be a part of the Q community and then you need to apply to be a part of the wisdom school where you can get in the inner circle, the mastermind group where you will learn the specificity and how to implement that type of passive income into your lives and be able to teach that to others. Again, and if you're an individual who looks at your household in order, that you don't know how much flow is coming into your household and how much is going out and nothing is seems to be growing, then you need to be a part of the Q community. No longer will you have an excuse to say that the conditions that you're settling for are okay. You do have a place. You have a home. You know, you'll get to meet Moss Vet, myself, and a multitude of others that are in the community that will be willing to usher and to, to lead you on the path of that desire. You've heard it. Who do you listen to? We've been there. We've done that. We have the experience, but more so we have the results. And it's not measured. I'm going to say this clearly. Being a part of the community, your success is not measured by your material riches. It'll be, it'll be evaluated by the mental shift in your perspectiveness towards wealth, health, wisdom, family, the like. It will not be solely based on riches. And I just want to, or wealth accumulation. I just want to be very, very clear to that because often enough people equate happiness to riches and wealth. And unfortunately, as you've been reading the news as of late, several very successful business people who had well-known brands who, from a monetary standpoint, had a multitude of money that most people wouldn't see in a lifetime, and yet they didn't see it fit to live. And again, I'm using their, their deaths as a, as, a call, as a call to, to a cry to call out that you need to really take inventory of your life and what's important to you and really put a plan together. And all I can say to you that in the Q community, we address those seven major points of life to help them get where they desire to be. Because life is not by chance, it is by choice. So it's important that you, you know that you have an opportunity, you have a choice to change the way that your life is going. And it's exciting. And so we just wanted to kind of share that with you. Once again, any members out there who would like to call in, the number again is 657-383-0942. Feel free to call in, ask your question. Um, any other things you'd like to discuss, um, Mazvet, before we maybe conclude? I know the show's going to go two hours today, but since we didn't have the caller interaction today, we can probably wrap up a little earlier. Um, unless you have something else that you'd like to share, I'm pretty much off my soapbox, if you will, for, the, for this particular segment allowing some time for some callers to come in because it's very important that we, we, we just get this point across that there is a, a group of people that are like-minded who want to make change for others and we are open and we're endless to, to, to taking in community members but again 
have to help us help you, you have to reach out to us. And for those of you who do, uh, reach out to us at the Q community at protonmail.com. Again, the Q community at protonmail.com. Or if you or you can follow myself at uh, I am the prophetic financier on Facebook. Follow me on YouTube as well, the prophetic financier. And you can stay in touch with what I'm doing, what the community is doing. And we're looking for leaders. We're looking for the next set series of leaders who want to usher their, their families and their loved ones to higher heights by giving them the greatest gift ever, which is wisdom. Because wisdom is applying knowledge in the right way. We often seek knowledge, but without appropriate, without appropriate application, it's useless. So we're here to give you again and to reiterate what the Q community and our Wisdom School Omniversity of Restoration is desired to do is that we will teach you the principles. We then will show you how to apply the principles. We will then evaluate how you apply them. We will make necessary corrections, and then we will rinse and repeat as opposed to the normal methodology of learning. Everything is we believe in doing everything on practicality forms of activity as opposed to reading and theory. Because, again, another staggering statistic that I've, that I've come across is that 1% success rate in the self-help industry. That means all of you who attend the, and again, I, like Tony Robbins and others, great, I've, I've actually attended that. I happen to be 1%, but... Nevertheless, only 1% of the attendees ever apply the information that, that they actually acquired. And they, people have this information addiction. They desire to just have the CD and, and books and tapes and content. They become content, if you will, and they never apply the information. We want you to apply the information so that you can have the results that you want. We are result-driven. Okay, very important. We are result driven. Um, Mosfet, do you have any comments on that? Yeah, you know, I think that I like to ground this in some real, real world examples for the listeners to understand that today, bankrate.com comes out with what they call their annual savings report. And today they release that annual savings report. You can go to bloomberg.com and you could read about this report. And mm-hmm. every year, they always say the same thing. Look at every year. They will say the same exact thing. This isn't a report. It's a marketing piece. And what they tell you is, despite the job gains, despite rising wages and low employment, almost a quarter of Americans say they have no emergency savings and they have not enough money to basically cover six months of their income. And at the same time, they're advertising to you a savings account with Citibank for 0.08% of an interest rate. <laughs> I mean, is that even... Oh. Yeah, the disconnect, anybody who's listening to this is you should be pissed off right now if you've got your money in a savings account and you're being told you need to save for emergency and rainy days and realize that every single day, that every dollar you have in that savings account is losing value. And this is such a fundamentally important thing to understand that if you don't, then you will never, ever, it doesn't matter how much money you got in that savings account, you will always be behind. 
You'll always be behind. You will never – this bank rate report every year will come out will say the same thing. Yeah. Well, uh, like you said, as, as you you're reading that report or bringing forth that report, again, the top conversation we spoke about, the advertised rate of inflation, for those of you who don't know, is advertised as maybe a little shy of 3%. But we just mentioned that, like you said, you went to bankrate.com, the savings account, APY, which is annual percentage yields, see everything north of 2%, I mean, south of 2%. And that's being generous. And so just from that simple print alone, you having the money in your savings, as Mosfet said, you, you're losing your wealth, your buying power. Just imagine, again, just to make it real simple for you, if inflation advertises 3%, which when you get into the Q community, you'll find out the truth that a lot more than that, and you'll be given the tools to measure it. But for, our, for the sake of this conversation, 3%, that means every year your dollar is losing 3 cents, which means it only has the buying power now of 97 cents. So just assume this. You had a $10,000 savings account for 20 years. Oh, let's make it simple. 10 years. 3% times 10 years is 30% depreciation. That means your $10,000 now buying power based at $7,000. But here's the question. For those of you who lived in the New York City area, uh, what was the cost of a, a newspaper 10 years ago? What was the cost of jumping on the subway 10 years ago versus what it is today? Then you'll have a direct correlation to what we're trying to say that you need to learn certain principles gauge these things and apply them so that you can be ahead of the curve so you won't end up as a Walmart greeter or, or working at McDonald's or KFC in your golden years. So it's important that we that you do this. And again, yes, I may sound a little passionate about that because I am, because it's time that the people wake up. Stop walking around asleep. Take accountability. Learn the necessary skill sets that you need, mindset that you need acquire so that you can create a new legacy for your life, for your family's life. Because be mindful of this. Someone's looking at you. You may not think that you're important enough in your mind that someone else would do what you do, but I, I guarantee you, matter of fact, I assure you that someone else is looking at you. So you have a civic responsibility. You have a, a, a responsibility as a human being, as a man, as a woman to shine your light shine. And, and that's the gap between poverty and wealth is the right information, but more so the right perception. So we need to assist you in breaking up those old cookies and formidable years brainwashing where you may have developed a, a relationship when it comes to wealth or riches or debt or whatever, the, whatever you wish to say there. But I'm here to say to you that no matter what walk of life you come from, silver spoon, gold spoon, or no spoon at all. How about spoon? It doesn't matter. You can learn some information here because we've already told you through test personal firsthand knowledge that we've had conversations with MBAs, PhDs, BAs, and all the like, and all the guys have multiple letters behind their name. And half the time when we ask them some intelligent questions coming from our co-creatorship, they can't answer the questions because they were never taught 
information. So this information is here. We were, we were fortunate enough to get access to it, and we're giving back. And if you want to be a part of the community, more than, we're more than welcome to embrace you in doing such. So, again, we're going to ask if there's any callers would like to call in. Okay, I think we have a caller coming in. Um, caller uh, 8096, you're on the air. Hi, good morning, Q community and our listeners. Um, I'm a member of the Q community. I've had the pleasure of knowing, knowing the prophetic financier for a year or so. And Chris, I've known mm. quite a lot. Mr. Mosfet, I've known quite a while. I'm thankful to be in the community. And so much so, just like two hours ago, I was having a conversation with a lady friend of mine. She's a minister of a church. And she was talking about someone coming around to the, to the churches talking to the homeowners about reverse mortgages. And hmm. I was so happy that being a, a Q community member that I was able to inform her that that's the worst thing that they can do for their people. And we're talking about people who have their homes more than 20 years. What wow. misinformation. And being a member of the Q community has taught me so much that now I'm able to share with family, friends, people in my community about their money and their 401ks, about the bad investments in annuities, about their equity that they have sitting in their homes doing nothing. I mean, it's such an amazing amount of information and the amount of education that you get that, oh, my God, I don't think there's any value we can place on what we're learning. There's absolutely no value. And what we get in that, we could continue to share with others, enlighten them, change their lives. I mean, the stories we hear every day about work and people's financial situations, it's so drastic that we really need more people. We need more voices to really go out there and tell people what is the best way to go right now, how to improve their finances, how to get out of bad debt, all of that. I mean, I invite everyone in so you too could be enlightened and enlighten the people around you. Well, well, thank you so much for that call in. I, I can say to you that I'm glad that you called in because listeners need to realize that we, we don't deal with theory. We deal with first-hand knowledge, and that's the key here. And this is a personal testimony, a personal conversation here of an example of what's happening lead of today are not equipped with the financial intelligence to truly lead a nation of people out of, first of all, digital dementia into financial intelligence. Because right now, we've been so displeased with allowing artificial intelligence to take care of natural man and woman business that we, 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 we fall acceptable to these things. So we have to take back our naturalness. We need to take back of our lives, our finances, and more so our, our households. Because again, every household is a is a kingdom, is an empire, and every kingdom, empire, or nation has what we call a gross domestic production, which is basically nothing more than a revenue stream coming in. And we need to know the cost of goods and services. Always with the finishers going out, and we need to know how to grow that. So again, you know. Thank you for calling in and sharing your personal 
situation and example that happened today, not last week, but today. And yes, you were in a unique position to now advocate, bring, or we would say bring the light to a dark situation. Because imagine a reverse, a reverse mortgage for those of you listening is when now you begin to receive a monthly payment, but the amortization is negatively, which means you put in the debt back on the property. And at the end of it, when that person becomes deceased, the heirs are left having to deal with that debt, which that asset should have been free and clear and producing passive income instead the poor, the poor unforeseen or uninformed family members would inherit an asset. Well, it wouldn't only be considered an asset, a property that's heavily debted. So we, we, we see there how that functionality may not make sense. There's a better way that deal can be structured to provide true passive income for the elder. So thank you for, for, that, for that input. And keep listening, keep learning. Go out there and build, build your, build your wealth pairs, if you, if you will, that we see in the Q community. So thanks for calling in. Yeah, let, and let me add this. Uh, thank you for this for calling in, caller. Uh, sure. Uh, you know, the person selling that reverse mortgage, the church <laughs> that invited that person in, these are good people that believe they're doing good things for their community. The Absolutely. guy selling the reverse mortgage has been taught that this is this is this is a product that he's been taught to sell, and he's been told this will be a benefit to you. And when he sits down and he sells this to you, he may very well believe that he is doing something good for you. Um, and and what ends up happening is he sells you on his meaning. His meaning is he's got a product that he believes is good for you, and what you've got to do is understand. Every single time someone comes to you with a product or a solution, they are marketing to you. You are hearing marketing. They are selling you their meaning. And their meaning is to get control over your asset. At the end of the day, they say you're getting the money. But the truth of the matter is their meaning is they want control of their asset. They believe your meaning is you need the money. And that is where they get us. That is where they bamboozled you every single day. It is not Mm -hmm. that these are... Uh, are, are, they are ill-informed, but they're not ill-intentioned people. And I think that's the thing we have to understand is that you can get duped by even the most honest person because that yes. honest person doesn't even know that they're in a system that's bamboozling them. So you've got to question it. You always have got to ask the question, where is this coming from? What's his meaning or what's her meaning? And, uh, you know, and then ask around, do some critical thinking, ask other questions, come to the Q community. You can come to the Q community and post a question like this and we'll help you with it. Absolutely. That's what this was all about. You know, teamwork, family, togetherness. And again, I, I want to kind of reiterate with Mark that here, you know, by no means are we were looking, I was looking to belittle the information I was being provided by that minister. But, you know, again, without the appropriate financial intelligence. See, we're not generalists. We are specialists. This is what we specialize in, is passive income, creation of wealth, nothing more. We eat, sleep, drink that as a specificity. And so we, we encourage and we welcome relationships with other organizations because, again, together, this is a movement. It's time that we reverse the poverty 
in America, and we look to raise up the intelligence of, of its constituency so that people can live. I, I think it's a tra- tragedy that we live in, the, if not the wealthiest nation on the planet, we have the and we have such a low, a low percentage of wealthy people that live in the wealthy country. I, I think that that's a, a, a tragedy that needs to change, and it can change through renewing of your mind, or as we call it, building a kingdom, king, a king-like thinking or royal-type thinking, and you should be able to mind your own business, which is your thoughts and then your family, and then put together game plans that will help you reach the desired goals of your of your family. And so that's what we're here to advocate once again for those of you out there who are looking for or who are tired of being tired of just following a plan that's not yielding the results that you that you desire or you don't want to end up like those before you, the Q community is for you. If you want to be a part of a, a network of like-minded individuals who are looking for change, you're a vendor, you have a profession, you can bring to the table as well as take from the table, the Q community is for you. Again, we are very picky in particular about who we bring into our fold. There is a process that one would have to go through. But more importantly, we're here to help. As you can tell, we're going to be on the air every week bringing you the naked truth about various things. This is your platform to get your questions answered before you even make that that step towards the community. We're here. We're open. We're endless. We're transparent. And so we, we welcome you. It's our privilege to be able to bring this broadcast to you weekly to open up your mind, to illuminate your thoughts. And we look forward to that. Masvet, um, I think it was a great show. Thank you. I want to thank you for for being my gracious co-host today. I actually enjoyed it. I love the synergy. And, and, I, and, and it was a compliment to me to hear a member of my community, you know, feel as passionate as I do, and thank you for the credit and, and the admiration that you gave, that from information that I've shared with you. It's always my pleasure. Um, and to those who are listening, it's always my pleasure. Um, we're going to wrap up this particular segment right now. Uh, it's been my pleasure, your host, the Prophetic Financier. Um, this has been Moss Vett, my co-host, and on behalf of thank the you, Sure, and on behalf of the Q community, this is the Q community experience, you know, and future calls. We'd like to hear more calls from other community members and the like, and we're just here to serve, and we look forward to seeing you or hearing from you in the community. This is MOSFET and the Prophetic Financier signing out. You have been listening to the Prophetic Financier Show. Listen to us each and every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m., also, follow us on YouTube at The Prophetic Financier. This has been a Prophetic Financier